Welcome to a Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Back in studio today. Brief period of time, though. Get off the air and uh, boom, right up to Lambeau Field. Getting up there for the uh, the contest. Game number two, where uh, if you are on the bubble of making this team, this is it. Uh, if you haven't shown it in practice and you don't have a good performance today, uh, you're going to find yourself on the outside looking in rather quick. Uh, but that being said, the uh, Green Bay Packers taking on the Saints. Coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, just after, uh, is going to be kickoff. Looking forward to that this evening. How about the Brewers? Brewers, get, we talked about this yesterday. Brewers needed a win. Uh, first and foremost, because the uh, the Cardinals, they were up 12 to nothing in the fifth inning yesterday. 12 to nothing in the fifth inning yesterday. Just beating the hell out of the Colorado Rockies. And that thing ended up 13 to nothing. 13 runs, 15 hits. They were smoking the Rockies. Wainwright got his ninth win of the season. In the meantime, the Brewers, they needed all they could get. Uh, you had Andrew McCutcheon yesterday, not going one yard once, but twice. He was ba- He's batting, excuse me, 302 for his career. 39, uh, or I shouldn't say 39, uh, 396 on base percentage. Uh, uh, again, in his career, and a 940 OPS against left-handers. This season, though, it's been a little bit of a struggle. 241 against lefties, 257 against righties. Uh, but yesterday, the lefties, he found himself uh, feasting a little bit. Uh, it's not just McCutcheon, though. The Brewers, all together, they're struggling against lefties. The team entered yesterday ranked 25th out of 30, 30 major league teams in baseball in OPS against lefties. And their 218 batting average against left-handers, second worst in baseball. So yesterday, not a bad way to go. Not a bad way to go. Uh, again, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Um, so if you want to chime in, feel free. Otherwise, you can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program. So uh, the Brewers get a win. Uh, by the way, we had talked about this, too, yesterday, the uh, the start of uh, Kesson Hira. And Kesson Hira does not hit lefties worth a damn. Righties, all over it. Lefties, no. And I thought it was weird because you're almost setting them up to fail. Yesterday, 0 for 3, two strikeouts, took a walk as well. 0 for 3, two strikeouts, took a walk. There you go. Still three games back. Uh, in the standings, but you needed that one yesterday. Why? Colorado's not that good. The Dodgers are. The Brewers split with the Dodgers. That, you know, after coming out of St. Louis and faltering against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and such, it seems like they kind of step up against some of the better teams, and it was good to see them do that and not falter yesterday. After getting that come-from-behind win and that extra inning win the other night, which gave them that, quote, momentum, then a hard-fought game the day prior, and then yesterday to pull out a win. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. So I don't know. um, I I mean, I don't know what you read of it, but now you've got three against the Cubs, then three more against the Dodgers, and then three more against the Cubs. Uh, If you continue to play decent baseball, you can hang around and maybe garner a little momentum, get a little more confidence, feel a little bit better about yourself, and off you go. If they would have lost that game yesterday, they would have been four games behind St. Louis. And that, you start to see the light at the top of that uh, that hole that you've dug yourself into start to close off a little bit as that hole gets deeper. So I, I thought yesterday's game was extremely important. And we talked about that. 
Ben, you feeling good now about the Brewers? Now that they, I, I'm not saying you're feeling like they're going to go on some kind of a roll, but do you feel better about what you saw yesterday out of the Brewers and the fight that they had? Yeah, uh, it's a good morning, no doubt. Uh, keeping pace really in the central. More importantly, the one back in the wild card with Josh Hader blowing another game right. for the Padres. The biggest thing that encourages me from yesterday is the bullpen. Like I get it, they they hit a couple long balls, they score five runs. But the fact that Burns was a little shaky towards the end of his start and Boxberger, Rogers, Bush, and Williams were able to shut the door and give up nothing, that's what I've said is the key for this team at this point. If the new bullpen pieces and everything thrown together can work, I think this team is still pretty good. So the fact they showed that was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yesterday was a game. Now you look at it and you say, okay, what can they build off of? Does this propel the – if they win two out of three against the Cubs, get two out of three against the Dodgers, all is right with the world. You're fine in the baseball gods' world. If they lose two out of three to the Cubs, lose two out of three to the Dodgers – uh, you may find yourself four, even five games back by the time it's all said and done. You're pretty much done. You're pretty much done at that point, uh, depending on what San Diego does, obviously. But uh, San Diego is a good baseball team, although San Diego has been on the slide really since the announcement of Tatis, uh, Tatis Jr. and going down for the uh, for the uh, suspension. So, uh, again, 877-867-1670. Now, you got pa- uh, Packers football coming up tonight. You know, the old adage is, what do you expect? What do you expect from a Packers team? Um, I wonder, first and foremost, how many guys are going to sit tonight? Oh, the over and under last game, 30. How many game? How many guys sit tonight, Ben? 22, 24, or more? More. Close to the more? 30 number. Yeah. Close to the 30 number again? I wonder how many guys are going to actually be undressed tonight, so to speak, in the terms of being uh, on the sideline in a Whoa. uniform. I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, NYE 66 says, uh, in 2018, the crew was five games back on 9-11. So believe. I I never said I don't believe. That's not, that's not what I said. What I said is it's almost insurmountable. Just an FYI, I said it's almost insurmountable. It's not completely dead. But also, the Brewers back then... And by the way, you're going back to 2018. The Brewers back then, they had a lot more firepower than this team does. Remember that. Uh, This one's from Faith, who says, Gotta have a little of me in my Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Loving the fact that the crew got the win yesterday. They beat the Dodgers two out of four, which is, you know, they split, basically. She says, uh, you gotta have more faith. I think the Brewers can beat good teams when they just concentrate. It's about the fundamentals. I don't think it's all of that faith, but like Ben said, you know, even though the bullpen did falter a little bit, they just held on. I Look, the bottom line is I think that overall the Dodgers are a better team. In a seven-game series, Dodgers are probably going to win it. That's, that, that's the reality of it. If you get into the wild card, can you get into the next round? Sure, because they can win a game. No problem. They can win a game. They're going to have to do it on the road. They're going to have to do it usually against a better team obviously, but they can win a game. They get hot. Now, whether or not they can consistently do that for an entire series or two, that's the question. I don't even know what their record is right now with teams over 500. I have to go back and take a look, but it wasn't very good uh, going into the month, mid-month of August when last I looked at it. So I'll, I'll go back and take a look at that. But 
this can they get hot? Yeah, they can get hot. But <laughs> they got to do a lot of the little things so much better and more consistently than what they've done as of late. They're 30 and 30, Ben says, against teams uh, above 500. 30 and 30. So, so do they have a shot? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's really been baffling is when it looked like the schedule was going to lighten up for you, when you had that 10-game stretch between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, and you came out sub-500, that was when you went, what the hell? These bad teams are beating you, and that shouldn't be happening on a consistent basis. So I agree. Um, this one is from uh, our buddy Bo. Bo says, uh, hey, unit, tonight I'm looking for Jordan Love to play a whole lot better. Uh, while the picks aren't being blamed specifically on him, he has to be smarter with the football, hang on to it at times, or throw it away. Uh, I want to see Jordan Love be better. I want to see the wide, rec- wide receivers be better. Romeo Dobbs, concentrate on catching the ball and then running. He'll be a much better receiver if he does that. And I want to see what the backup outside linebacker position holds. All good points. All really good points. By the way, uh, coming up later on this afternoon, uh, Mike Clemens is going to be joining us from up in Green Bay. We'll get Mike's thoughts on what's coming up today in the contest as well, what he's looking at specifically. And, by the way, speaking of football, Graham Mertz has spoken. Got to pay a little attention to the Badgers as well. Graham Mertz has spoken, so looking forward to that. Uh, The other big story of the day is the fallout from yesterday, and that is Deshaun Watson. Um, The the world is reacting to his apology, not apology. He stays steadfast and he did nothing wrong. He apologizes just because people were triggered and then goes back and, and doubles down on the, I didn't do anything wrong but accepts the 11-game suspension, pays $5 million, and has settled all of these lawsuits, uh, the 24 out of 25 of the lawsuits. So when you, when you, <laughs> when you look at, uh, at Deshaun Watson, I, there's no lesson learned here. The lesson is if you've got a lot of talent, you're going to be in the league. That Again, that's, after all of the rhetoric is peeled back, after all of the stuff that's been said, all the accusations that's been levied, everything, the NFL, the court system, the Players Association, everything. If this guy didn't have talent, he wouldn't be in the league. They'd blow him out. You're a scumbag, get out of here. Instead, he's labeled kind of as a creeper, a guy that stood steadfast, a guy that, hey, look what I did for the community in Houston. I did food banks. I was marketable. I was becoming the next face of the NFL. I didn't do anything wrong. These women are all lying. And the NFL went, well, we can't get you on a year, but we're going to at least suspend you seven games. Uh, And partly because the NFL can't clean up its own backyard. They're very poor at doing so. And Deshaun Watson basically uh, waves the middle finger at all the people and the accusers and everybody and says, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm playing. I'm still getting paid. I only lose $5,655,000. That's it. Talk to you later. So I completely, for everybody that says this has been a travesty and a sham, 100% 100% agree. It's been handled extremely poor. Extremely poor. And I think a lot of owners and the NFL were hoping there would be more from the criminal side of things. So then they didn't have to worry about it. But when there were no criminal charges filed, and it just became all these women, their, their words against his, and some of the text messages, eh, it looked bad, it looked creepy, it looked disgusting. But what did he really do wrong? We don't know. So this is what we have to do. Then, uh, I don't know if you've read this, but Scott Frost, uh, the uh, head coach of Nebraska, estimates there are 15 to 20 vomits per practice 
from offensive linemen under the new position coach, Donovan Rayola. Yes! It's not because they're not in shape. He's just working them really hard. 15 to 20 throw-ups per game. I don't care who you are. That's not normal. Either these guys are taking syrup of Epicac for uh, for Gatorade or this there's something wrong. You don't do that. Come on, man. Look, I, I know what hard work is, and I know what hard work to the point of throwing up is. To say they're not either, either they're out of shape or this is almost abusive. 15 to 20 throw-ups per practice? I'd have to hire a fire department to come out and hose off the turf. Come on, man. That's a bunch of crap. So there you have it. That's kind of the way we start out today. Anything else, Ben? Did I miss it? Did I not touch on anything today? No, you hit it all. The uh, The Frost throw-up story uh, has been my favorite thing. Not that I like that it's happening, but the headline, my favorite thing that's come out over the last 24 hours, 48 hours. The uh, yeah. The jokes are great. It's just this team, they're so good, but they're such a disaster uh, that they're so fun to follow. So it, the reactions have been tremendous. Um, we will take a look at two different things, the NFL position group rankings for all 2022 uh, and the best and worst units for all 32 teams, including the quarterback, wide receiver, and edge rushers as well. Who is the number one quarterback ranking? In the National Football League, we'll talk about that when we come back, and we'll get into all kinds of other stuff as well. What are you looking for tonight? Packers preseason game two, Lambeau Field, coming up just after 7 o'clock this evening kickoff. What are you looking for tonight? Want to know uh, what your thoughts are as you get ready to hunker down and uh, pay attention to the contest. Also, uh, I've got a few people telling me where they're going to watch the game, which is kind of nice. I want to get into that as well. Maybe a little, little. I'm not talking a beer chug Friday, but a little bar-friendly Friday. You know what I mean? Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be hunkering down watching the game? Are you going to the game or are you going to be doing something else? And don't forget, at the Bay Motel in Green Bay, they have the uh, tailgate party going on this afternoon, and they are running shuttles to and from Lambeau Field. So it's thebaymotelgreenbay.com. That's thebaymotelgreenbay.com on South Military Avenue. Uh, Mike Clemens loves the place. They bring you all of Mike Clemens' reports. But if you're going to the game today and you want to get away from the massive crowd, go over to the Bay Motel Green Bay and, in the process, uh, the brats, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, all that kind of good stuff. Proceeds raised go to the new community center. So a lot of good stuff going on there from the BayMotelGreenBay.com. That is the BayMotelGreenBay.com. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's a 3-0 Brewers lead. 1-2 pitch to left center and deep. Way back. Get up. Get up. Get way out of here and gone for Hunter Renfro. New sign for Devon. He is ready. And the pitch. And the Brewers get a split 
in this tough four-game series against the front-running Dodgers. Big win yesterday at the ball yard. Exciting win yesterday at the ball yard. Brewers get a split with the Dodgers, as you heard there, from the uh, tones of one Bob Euchre. And uh, the Brewers uh, get a, a chance to ride that momentum from that extra inning game against the Dodgers the other day. And uh, right now, even though you're sitting three games behind the Cardinals, still within striking distance, a game back behind San Diego, who, by the way, Josh Hader, in four games with the Padres, he's pitched three and a third innings, three hits, three runs, all earned, four walks, four strikeouts, two hit batsmen, and two wild pitches. Since the trade deadline. Uh, maybe it's just the fact that he's with a different team, not in a good situation, um, what, have, what have you. I can't, I can't believe that Josh Hader has just lost it. It happens, don't get me wrong. We've seen it, but I can't believe that he has just lost it. Uh, meanwhile, Taylor Rogers, six games, five and two-thirds, six hits, five runs, five earn, a walk, nine strikeouts, one hit batsman, one wild pitch. Mad Bush, eight games, seven and a third, seven hits, six runs, four earned, three walks, two of those intentional, ten strikeouts and a wild pitch. Lamette, four games, five innings, four hits, a run, a couple of walks, four strikeouts. Uh, the trade, really, for both sides has not worked out. What, is that a fair statement? It's been basically an even kind of trade, Ben? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, you look at how the Brewers' bullpen performed in the week immediately after the trade, and it already, no. like, they need weeks of great performances to, you know, get back what they lost in those days. And then Hader, yeah. Hader's been bad. The funny part is he's still, you know, only pitching when they're up one run in the ninth inning. He went like right. six, seven days between pitching with last night being his recent appearance. Yeah. Um, Hader, by the way, was already trending downward uh, downward on strikeouts on his fastball when he was traded. It's only gotten more pronounced in his four innings with San Diego. Um, I, I refuse to believe... Like I said, that Josh Hader's just lost it. He's still throwing hard. I think what he's lost is, in some way, shape, or form, the movement on his fastball. Because his fastball always had bounce to it. And I think what right now what he's lost is the movement on his fastball. And sometimes that's just uh, being able to figure out uh, a, a an arm, you know, an arm angle. And I'll tell you this. Did you watch him against the uh, against what was it the, the Nationals? Did you see him throw? I saw some of the highlights. Yes, he's throwing more overhand. I don't know if you saw that. He's throwing more overhand, and he was never he was never an overhand pitcher. He's 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 always been that almost. I'm not going to say a submarine pitcher. But he came from way outside, and the one thing I noticed, I'm like, did they tweak his, did they tweak his 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 arm angle? Because he's he's coming over the top more than he is off the side. Coming off the side, what he did 
by coming off the side and being able to throw 96, 97 miles an hour was he hid the baseball for so long. And it looked like it was already starting out way outside the strike zone. So it fooled a lot of hitters. And it was the same arm angle as his his breaking stuff. And that's the one thing that I've noticed more than anything is he's coming over the top. So, anyway, I digress. Hater, uh, he might have just kind of, you know, hit the wall here after the trade. Struggled a little, little bit going into the trade deadline or going into the All-Star break. Came out, started to right himself with the Brewers, and then uh, got traded away and just seemingly has not regained form. But I, I, if I'm the first thing I look at, I go back to what he was doing a while ago and look at that arm angle because his arm angle was was lower. And and that here's the one here's the one caveat that then would let you think that with that slingshot type of arm that he had, you kind of wonder, does he have something in his shoulder going on? that he's changed it up a little bit because of a minor pain. And that would be the only area of concern regarding Josh Hader. But anyway, I digress. Uh, meanwhile, position groups. Position groups. When you rank quarterbacks in position groups, where do you think the best quarterback comes from? The ranking. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the NFL MVP for the past couple of seasons, paced all quarterbacks in QBR, EPA, ANY, and A and quarterback rating in 2021, also finished in the top three in accuracy and completion percentage over the expected period of time. He's going to be without Devontae Adams moving forward, but he has helped Green Bay win 13 games each of the past three regular seasons, despite having underwhelming receiver depth. Rodgers, 38, remains at his peak, and he has the talent behind him on the depth chart in the form of 2020 first-round pick Jordan Love and company kind of pushing him. But when it comes to the overall quarterback ranking, ranking Aaron Rodgers number one. The one to watch, they're saying, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, all among the recent first-round quarterbacks to make that big second-year leap very possible Trevor Lawrence does the same. Production in his rookie season, poor, to say the very least. But then again, how much of that circumstance, having uh, you know Urban Meyer as a head coach and everything that took place after that, set him back. But that's common for even the eventual starters at that position. He also gained, gained substantial experience. Seventh most pass attempts and fifth most rush attempts among quarterbacks last year with competent coaching and an improved supporting cast uh, you expect him to be better. How much better do you think Trevor Lawrence gets under Doug uh, or under uh, uh, Peterson? Under Doug Peterson, because Peterson's a pretty smart guy when it comes to uh, running the quarterback position and offense. He did some really good things in Philadelphia that propelled them to win a championship. So I wonder how much better he's going to get. In the meantime, uh, Cleveland. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they rank as the best tandem. And uh, others to watch, obviously, uh, would be uh, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, J.K. Dobbins and company as well, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. They've been, ba they've been banged up, but uh, Baltimore Ravens are one of the teams to watch. Uh, Atlanta's bad. 
I don't see anybody really drafting many players off of the Atlanta Falcons team when it comes to your fantasy. The wide receivers, they say the best wide receiver in core in the National Football League is Cincinnati. Jamar Chase, Sewell, the number of over, uh, number five overall pick in the 2021 draft. The selection has already been certified as a home run. Chase posted an 81-catch, 1,455-yard uh, uh, season last year. Got T. Higgins. Add in that super reliable slot man, Tyler Boyd, and the Bengals, they pretty much locked down the league's best wide receiver core. The one to watch, you could say, would be Denver. They lost Tim Patrick to the torn ACL in the right knee, but they're still relatively deep and talented at wide receiver. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, K.J. Hamler. Uh, the one that seems to be the shakiest, uh, the shocking draft night trade of Marquise Brown to Arizona has left an otherwise good Ravens roster with a serious void at wide receiver, but also the loss of Devontae Adams in Green Bay puts the uh, Packers in a shaky, shaky light as well. Baltimore, though, has a really good tight end. Tough call between uh, the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. But Mark Andrews continued the ascension into elite player status last year, coupled with Baltimore's improved depth. Uh, Charlie Kohler, Isaiah, uh, and Isaiah Likely, enough to give them the edge over the uh, Travis Kelsey group. Uh, the Another you know, group to watch could possibly be the, uh, the Packers if Tanyan comes back to form. And then the offensive line. The best offensive line in all of football is Ben. The Philadelphia Eagles? There you go. Yeah. Standout, uh, standout guard Brandon Brooks retired during the offseason, but that didn't stop Howie Roseman from sustaining an elite offensive line. Last year's second-round pick, Landon Dickerson, played well as a rookie, replaces Brooks in the starting lineup. Uh, Isaac Samalo returning from injury. Uh, he hands the right guard position. Philadelphia, an elite at, at other three positions. Uh, so uh, it looks like they're going to be the best. The shakiest is Pittsburgh. Uh, the one that's a big question mark, again, going back to the Super Bowl and what we saw happen to Joe Burrow is Cincinnati. Uh, the best interior defensive lines, the Rams, still with Aaron Donald. The shakiest is Cleveland. The one to watch is the Chargers, but also you got the Green Bay Packers in there because of the added depth that they picked up. Also the best edge rushers. Uh, the Chargers, Khalil Mack, the pickup in the offseason. The worst, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. One to watch is Philadelphia and what they can put up. And uh, the off-ball linebackers, San Francisco. The worst, Detroit. And the one to watch is Arizona and company. And uh, they feel that the Packers and the Dolphins have two of the best sets of corners in the National Football League. Uh, Miami being number one, Green Bay being number two, getting that recognition. And then at the safety position, uh, the Packers rank seventh. It's Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Tennessee, New Orleans, and New England, all ahead of Green Bay. But Green Bay, their safeties ranking seventh in the National Football League. And then overall, the best team to beat, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, Buffalo, Cincinnati, then Green Bay at number five, Kansas City, uh, the, uh, the uh, L.A. Rams, and then Philadelphia. And it goes on from there. So just some of the rankings that came out as you get a preseason look at what uh, some of these teams still with starters and such have to offer. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, and they've been with us a long, long time. Coming up a week from Wednesday, 
not on the 24th, but on the 31st. It is the Toys Revisited. The reunion uh, group, if you will, gets together on the uh, stage one more time out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park for Wednesday Night Live. That is August 31st. Make it a point to be there. I'm going to be there. We're going to be doing some stuff on stage for our motorcycle ride, which is benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, but has been supported for 15 years now as it's our 15th anniversary by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network, and we hope to see you there. If you have not registered yet, get pre-registered. We continue to grow. We want the numbers to get big. Uh, We're doing some things right now to make it bigger and better, obviously working with the state, local authorities for the first leg of the ride. Uh, We were out at Lux Golf Bays yesterday in Franklin, and those are going to be open. The Milkman Stadium is going to be open. The Umbrella Bar is going to be open. All to our riders as we spend a lot of time there. Enjoy the band. Enjoy the beverages. Enjoy the food. It's going to be a great time for the first leg of the ride. Then off to Alpine Valley, both the chalet and the theater. Then up to Knucklehead and then into Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. We can't wait. Can't wait to get the ride underway Sunday, September 4th. And it's brought to you in part by our friends at Bud Light. Been with us. Thank you for 15 years of support from our friends at Bud Light. And if you're a motorcyclist or know somebody, get get pre-registered now. You can do it on the screen right there by scanning the QR code or simply go to fisherhousewi.org in the events page. fisherhousewi.org in the events page and check it out. But thank you to Bud Light. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you're looking for a great company to work with in regards to your water softening, none better, none better than the Water Doctors. Give them a call, 262-549-7733. Whether it's uh, just keeping your water fresh, clean, uh, as far as your reverse osmosis for drinking water, think about all the different particles and such that go into your water and gets filtered out, and your water should really not have a taste unless you're putting something in it. Water Doctors, the Kinetical Water Softening System, I've had this in my home now for a long, long time, and no problems. The warranty's amazing, and if there ever is a problem, they come right out and take care of it, but I I never had a problem. The only thing I've ever done is change the filters and fill the salt, and that was it, and the fact that it doesn't run on electric is even better. That's our friends at the Water Doctors. Call them, 262-549-7733, or go to h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com. And uh, remember, John Atley and his staff, just really, really good people. And they give back to the community. They work with Custom Canine Service Dog Academy for those that are in need. So there's no reason not to give them a call. None at all. At least give them a shot, right? If you're building a home, renovating a home, or you just want better water, call the Water Doctors in Waukesha. They they travel all over, too, by the way. So it's not just Waukesha. But call them, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. John's the owner, and get a hold of John. Just a good guy. Um, Sitting here uh, reading what everybody's looking for coming up tonight. Sparta. Carl says, I'm going to be in Sparta. I'm watching receiver routes and special teams. Interesting you say that. As to whether or not guys cut off routes, don't run crisp routes. I mean, it's kind of tough to tell on television 
Like I'm really looking forward. It's the first time in two years I'm going to be back in the press box. I can't wait. Can't wait for tonight. First time in two years to be back. And I cannot wait to watch all the things that we have been talking about. Uh, Mike has alluded to Mike Clements has alluded to it about some of these guys just you know they they kind of curl things off they don't run them crisp they don't dig real hard some of the things at mid training camp you kind of get you kind of get tired and you start getting a little lazy and thus the meeting uh, um, Aaron Rodgers had with the wide receiving core to say hey look you know we we not only need you to be crisp and clean and do it every time and it has to become habit but we need you to do it almost excellent right now. Time is of the essence. There's a sense of urgency here. We have to get this done. Why? Because it could be for Aaron Rodgers after the season, there might not be a tomorrow. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. So uh, Packers back at it tonight, and we'll see how these guys work with uh, Jordan Love. And I I am really looking forward to – I've been to a couple of games, but first time I've been back in the Lambeau Field press box in a while – I, this first time I'm I'm really looking forward to just focusing on that. Really looking forward to it. Uh, by the way, Jim says, hey, a reminder, first week of high school football in the state. No Packers tonight. Hate that they play on Fridays. Jim, best of, best of luck to all the high schools going at it tonight. Be safe. Be competitive. Uh, I, just awesome. I, I love Friday Night Lights back at it again. Fantastic. I used to... I still do. I shouldn't say used to. I still do. Um, I love it on Fridays. You're driving around. You've got things going on. Uh, if you're not out doing anything, I would just randomly stop at high school. If I saw lights off in the distance, there's – and just in my area, there's Brookfield East, Brookfield Central, Waukesha West, Waukesha North, uh, Pewaukee High School. Um, you know, you, you have them all in the area. And just the area in which I live, that's not even driving to the outer areas like McGuanago or, uh, you know, a, a couple of different, uh, you know, areas, Hales Corners, uh, New Berlin Eisenhower. I mean, going in those directions. So many of those, Arrowhead is right up the street. So all those different high schools. I love just paying a few bucks going in and watching high school football. Love it. That's what I used to do all the time. I'm looking forward to doing that too. Won't be doing it tonight, obviously, but I'm looking forward to that too. Uh, eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 1670. Hit us up. Uh, Chris says, I cannot wait to see the commercials. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris Phineas, our buddy, Chris Phineas back over on Twitter said, looking for improvement on the offensive line and from Jordan love watching from home tonight. Uh, Cherie, C H E R E E says, uh, to see if Torre gets targeted a little bit more and what he can do. And this is from Schwa, S-C-H-W-A. Schwa, I would assume that's how it's pronounced, or Schwa. Uh, says, I'm wanting to see what the offensive line does and the defensive pressure and backups at the outside linebacker position. This is alarming right now from what I'm hearing out of Green Bay. Um, good point. I, I And again, we we've all discussed it. I don't think the outside... I don't think the backup outside linebacker at this point is – I just don't think it's going to happen on this particular roster. Maybe, maybe you get one guy that gives you a little depth, but I still think there's going to be additional players that come in 
and uh, and give you some added depth. Uh, Kingsley and Gabare uh, has played pretty well, but you got a guy like Jonathan Garvin, uh, Tipicalia, um, those guys, they're all fighting. Uh, you've got Ty Summers, who's at the inside linebacker position, but he's more of a special teamer at this point. He, and he's been really good. But you don't have that 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 linebacker, Chauncey Manick. He's in camp. Uh, was who's the other one? Um, um, Ladarius Hamilton, Kobe Jones. You know those guys. Eh, they might not be long for this world. So we'll see. That's a good area to watch tonight. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. What are you watching tonight? Coming up. Coming up in this contest. I uh, got Matt Mitchell going to do a little breakdown as we start to look at some of the fantasy numbers and also the betting that's coming up. Brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, Firekeepers Club. You're getting some extra points. Go down, use your card. You're good to go. That's our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Uh, and uh, right down there, uh, down the street, as a matter of fact, on Canal Street, from American Family Field and the Harley-Davidson Muse- Museum, almost smack dab in the middle. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. And for any gamblers out there that want to go with uh, more than just their guts, uh, you can check out the Action Network app. It's free. ActionNetwork.com or the Action Network's award-winning family of podcasts uh, for everything you need to know to bet smarter, be smarter, have more fun this season. You can follow Matt, by the way, uh, on Twitter at uh, O-L-B-O-Y. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, you uncle, by the way, old boy, uncle, M I T C H old boy, uncle Mitch. There you go. Uh, our bat, buddy, Matt Mitchell back with us from the action network, go to action network HQ on Twitter as well. And follow all the stuff there, Matt, how you been, Val? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I was up all night in Chicago last night, so I'm, I'm thriving. Uh Oh, uh, doing, uh, doing what in Chicago might be, are you down there to catch the, uh, the Brewers and the Cubs or what? We uh, had an Action Network off-site kind of screw-around events on a boat out on the lake last night. It was lovely. Everybody hit gotcha. that Chicago Bears under in that game. It was, uh, it was a long night. Gotcha. Okay. I, I see what you – well, that's okay. It's one of those good things when you talk about, uh, you know, kind of getting everybody together and the camaraderie and such and when you can hit it and have a good evening. Yeah, you know, there's a few stories to tell in the office the next day, so I guess you're feeling it a little bit. So let's let's get right into it. Brewers taking on the Cubs this weekend uh, down there, and the Brewers get a little momentum anyway. They get two. They get a split with the Dodgers uh, after getting that uh, come-from-behind win and winning in extras the other day. So the chances of the Brewers now, one, what, they, uh, what it looks like coming up this weekend, and two, Brewers' odds to find themselves in the postseason, whether it has a wild card or a uh, division winner. Interestingly, they, they split with the Dodgers. They look every bit their equal. A very impressive showing to me versus the top team in baseball. And while they're still, they're still three games back in the Central, their odds plus 230 to win the Central, which I think is a good pick right now. I don't think you're going to get a lot better than that. They actually moved down from 30-1 to 1 to 17-1 to 1 to win the World Series since the last time we spoke. That's a, that's a significant move. 
gamblers and the market definitely indicating the uh, Brewers are a team on the improve right now. And I, I think the, the showing against the Dodgers really showed that. I think today is a great time to back them. The Cubs had no business winning that game yesterday. They were hanging on by the skin of their teeth. So I, I like the look of the Brewers right now. Uh, then we go over to the NFL. Now, I know it's difficult to start to get into NFL predictions and NFL betting and all that kind of stuff, but people do tend to bet when it comes to uh, the ability to bet on anything and everything NFL. So give me some of the bets right now that are heavily being placed in the NFL, whether it's being MVP, whether it's being teams to win Super Bowl. What are some of the things you're looking at and some of the places that we can look to follow the statistics as to what it is we're going to do with our money? Well, you can always follow all the latest movements on the Action Network app. You can listen to the Action Network podcast if you're interested in taking a deeper dive into betting on a daily basis. But in terms of what's moving in the NFL right now, a lot of the things we're seeing are Baker Mayfield unders. A lot of pessimism about Baker Mayfield's season in Carolina coming up. There's, I mean, he's still, he's still battling Sam Darnold for a starting job. That certainly doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. And if he ends up taking a seat or gets injured, a lot of those unders are very easy to cash because even if he ends up only playing half the games, even if he plays well, you're never going to catch those numbers. So a lot of people fading Baker. And in terms of Super Bowls, we're seeing the my beloved Buffalo Bills, which is a very surreal thing to say, remaining the betting favorite to win this upcoming Super Bowl. And they're still moving down. They went from 7.5 to 6-1. to one to win it all, an incredible number for a team that hasn't uh, appeared in the Super Bowl since I was a child. It's it's interesting. I, I want to go back to the Panthers side of things. Patriots tonight giving up five and a half to the Panthers. Uh, public money coming in on the Panthers to actually cover this evening. Uh, in that in that sense, is it just for the fact that? The, the Patriots, two things. One, how much is this Patriots offensive coordinator or lack thereof thing affected the numbers regarding the Patriots and their thoughts regarding the offense? You really have to play incredibly badly on offense in training camp for that to become a story. Because it's training camp, right? Like no one, no one really cares what's happening at training camp generally and everyone's kind of working the kinks out. The Patriots offense has looked so bad since training camp opened, that there's a lot of whispers about what's going on. Are they going to be able to score points at all? Is Mac Jones the answer? And now playing, uh, playing Carolina, who, who's not even playing, they're not even going to start Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold. They're starting P.J. Uh, PJ Walker. So, like, mm-hmm. a, a, very, a very interesting scenario going on because you go with a guy who was, you know, uh, who's ba- barely NFL caliber who's starting for one team, or do you go with a team that can't put points on the board at all? There's a lot of pessimism also with the Patriots coming up because this is you know, Belichick not known for running a, a savvy modern offense. Uh, then I'm going to go back to some of the other NFL stuff. We obviously have the Packers tonight. They are favorite at home uh, by a small margin against the Saints. But, uh, you know, a lot of eyes on Jordan Love tonight to really come out after that first performance. Granted, he had three picks that really weren't his fault, but looking for a lot better numbers tonight at home. Yeah, I Jordan Love is a, 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 a problematic asset for the Packers because if they're ever looking to move him, he seems like a guy that the more he plays, the less perceived value he has. Uh, but I, I would expect him to have uh, a better showing, especially at home, 
the Packers tend to uh, want to show out for their faithful. They always have a, you know, an unusually full house for a preseason game versus kind of other teams in the NFL. I would certainly lay the, the two and a half tonight against the Saints team that's in a little bit of disarray themselves. And as always, for most preseason games, I always like the under because it, it, it can get excruciating watching these guys try to score. Matt, great stuff. Can't wait for the regular season to get here. We're getting close. I can almost smell it at this point. Always good to talk to you, pal. I appreciate it, okay? Thanks a lot, Bill. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Matt Mitchell, the Action Network, the free Action Network app. You can also go to actionnetwork.com. Find him at old boy Uncle Mitch, O-L boy Uncle Mitch, over there on Twitter. You can find his stuff there. Great to get him on board. It's brought to you by our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Potawatomi Hotel Casino right between American Family Field and the Harley-Davidson Museum. Go to PaysBig.com for all the information. PaysBig.com, great stuff. Potawatomi Hotel Casino, one of our proud partners when it comes to the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 4th as well. Can't wait for that. One hour down, we got three yet to go. Looking forward to it. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.